everybody out there checking in. What's good? It is a Thursday, or as Nails calls it, a thirsty Thursday here at the Amanda Seals Show. And I am so happy to be here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And we have got a great show for you, like we always do. So big ups to everybody who is just joining us. Nails. What's happening? What is going on with you on this Thursday? Anything special? Nothing special, nothing special. But I am, I am happy to be here for a Thursday because it's always Friday Eve when we call it Thirsty Thursday. You know what I mean? It is Friday <laughs> Eve. We are getting closer and closer to the weekend, y'all. We're almost there. But before we get there, we got to get into some Black Heart news like we always do. So we will not slow our roll. Let's knock it out. What do we got coming up? Well, the Biden administration just rolled out some new asylum restrictions mirroring the Trump era policies. This is interesting. I mean, listen, I've been more so just involved with the fact that like Biden is over there in Ukraine and is really like, we got y'all. We got y'all back. We there. And I'm just like, is he just talking or is he like really saying that we got y'all back? And what does that actually look like? But I am curious to hear what this new asylum situation is, because first of all, I know when people hear asylum, they may think like insane asylum. No, 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 no. That's not what they mean. They mean asylum, meaning like people seeking refuge from from countries that are, you know, in upheaval or where they're not safe, etc. And um, I think this is going to be interesting because when I hear mirroring, anytime I hear mirroring in Trump, I'm I'm concerned. So we got to stick around to hear more about that. And I know we got a lot of folks listening in Texas, and that is definitely a state that is on the border and ends up being a big part of this conversation. What else we got going on? Well, yesterday we let you hear from Judge Greg Mathis on his next step. Well, we got confirmation of where his show is going. And this is, listen, it's... it's. <laughs> It's a little interesting, right? It's interesting. I mean, you know, I guess this is a really good example of like knowing before they know you, right? Like you got to have your ducks in a row before they come and duck hunt them down. So we're going to get into that. Also, Rihanna's dad says he found out about her pregnancy the same time we all did. So we're going to talk about that. Also in our relationship conversation, a man came on the Twitters and shared an example of somebody letting him down respectfully that he went on a date with. And I think this is going to be really good for y'all to listen to because some people really think ghosting is the way. And here is an example of why it is not and a better way to go about it. So stick around for that. Also, of course, remember, you can follow us on social media at Seal Said It and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It is time to listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. We got some political politics to tell people about nails. Let me just say first, y'all, it isn't, I feel like it's very important to bring politics into these convers into the conversation on the show because I, for years, was somebody who was like, I don't care about politics. I don't want to know about politics. I'm tired of all these white people. And that ended up really being a slap in the face when I realized that my ignorance is only hurting me. <laughs> and it means that I can't be a part of the conversations for how to improve things and how to change things. So when we're here talking about politics, understand it's not to torture you. It's to inform you <laughs> and to hopefully and to hopefully, you know, just keep folks like abreast in ways that they may not be you know, interested in doing on their own. So let's talk about this Biden situation. The Biden administration, they're trying to get this immigration under control. 
but this this thing is going to be similar to the Trump administration's policies. They got a 153-page proposed regulation that'll pretty much bar immigrants who travel through countries to get to the United States and Mexico border down in Texas from applying for asylum. And when you say asylum, you're talking about refuge in the United yeah. States, right? Um, but they think that this will encourage them to do some lawful and safe and orderly pathways to seek asylum. And it will help reduce like human smuggling and other things. Also, let's add in there that children who are seeking asylum and coming up to the border or whatever, they're not qualified for this. So they won't have to deal with all this. So listen, I get how like in their minds, it's like, well, if we do this, then it'll stop it at the root, right? Like you mentioned the human smuggling networks, right? So it's like people can pay money to get smuggled across the border. And y'all, they be hitting them in the head. I don't know if anybody's ever seen Sicario parts one or two, but they really be hitting folks in the head to get across the border. And we've seen people that ride the train. There's a train that travels through Central America. And there's a lot of folks that end up losing their lives on that train. Sometimes losing their lives to gangs on the train and sometimes losing their lives to the actual train. Like if a branch is too low, like you might get decapitated, like people fall off the train. Like there's a great uh, independent film about it. And I cannot, I think the the film is called El Tren, but I can't remember, uh, but it's just, it really is a dangerous process to come here. So I think in their minds, they're like, well, if we do this and people will not engage in this dangerous process, which feels like we are complicit in creating by allowing them. The other problem, though, is that I don't know that there are easier pathways for folks to apply for asylum in America outside of this. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's OK oh, if you want to if you want to shut this down, fine. But can you open up a, another more direct pathway for folks? People are leaving their countries not because they just want a new life in America. If you're seeking asylum, it's because it's dangerous for you to live in your country. Yep. And then they have a rule where, and I'm not sure if this is in that 153, if, if this is in the 153 page plan in a different way, but there's a rule that says like your actual government has to be the cause of your harm. It can't be like gangs or um, narcos, et cetera. So, but if the government is complicit (laughs) with the gangs (laughs) or the narcos, then how are you going to be safe? So there's a really, really deep and, um, you know, difficult way of looking at this. I went down to Mexico last year uh, with a nonprofit group and we were at the border working with people who are having to be stuck at the border based on a lot of these laws. And it was just really disheartening to see how many people were saying that they are fleeing where they're from because the government is doing nothing about the crime that is happening there and they are losing their lives. So I find that, um, you know, it's a real issue. And I know Texas is very involved in this issue. And we've been talking about this a long time, damn near four minutes, but I, I really care about this. And we saw the children in cages and they still there. So I wonder if that's in the plan to get the kids at the cages. I don't think it's going to fix anything, to be honest. Fair enough. All right. Well, somebody who fixed the problem that was in front of him is Mr. Judge Greg Mathis. Tell me what he got going on. Well, yesterday you heard it from him himself right here on the show that he was moving on. He had something up his sleeve and Judge Mathis bounced right back. And um, yeah, apparently he's linking up with Byron Allen's media company, Allen Media Group. And uh, they're going to have a one hour show. It's going to be premiering on TV and cable and digital this fall. All right. Well, look at that. Grand opening, grand closing, grand opening. (laughs) (laughs) So more power to the Detroit brothers coming together. And that means that you'll get more Judge Mathis on your TV stations. And also you'll be able to get it on digital as well. So you know what? Listen, one thing about a Detroit, bruh. 
they know how to get a bag. Okay. Mm. They gonna get that bag. (laughs) Now coming up next, uh, Rihanna's dad says he found out about her pregnancy the same time we did. And so we're gonna talk about it when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is Amanda Seals. I am here talking about some things, and we got to tell y'all about Rihanna and her pops. Finding out that he's going to be a grandpops. Nails, okay, my question for you is, when you were watching the Super Bowl, did you immediately recognize that Rihanna was pregnant, or did you have to wait until it was done to hear? I immediately recognized it. You know that I'm a, I'm a Rihanna fan. Like, I love me some Rihanna. When she did that, hey, yo, and then she railed her stomach kind of like down, I was like, uh-huh. she's pregnant. She's me pregnant. Too. <laughs> and people were online at the same time being like, people need to stop saying that she's pregnant. You're body shaming her. I'm like, y'all ain't seen pregnant bodies before. Like right. that's a pregnant. She's in a unitard. It's not like she's in a big shirt and you just make it an assumption. Like she's showing us very clearly. Well, it turns out that her pregnancy was kept so secret that even her dad didn't know until she revealed the baby bump on the halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> that to me yeah. is super real, but I wonder why she did it. But if my memory serves me correct, her and her dad don't have like the best relationship. Right. Right. She even sued him um, before because he was trying to capitalize off the Fenty last name. And he was telling people that he was representing her and stuff like that. And he had an addiction problem before as well. So that kind of like put a rift between them, but they're in a better space now. And apparently he's excited about it. After he found out that she was pregnant, he's excited to be a granddaddy for the second time. Now, this to me is also a story about boundaries with parents. And the reality is sometimes you got to create boundaries with your parents because parents are people and they can also hurt you and harm you. And so you still want them in your life, but they don't necessarily get access to everything. So clearly she's mm-hmm. like, hey, pops, love you, but over there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Send a pair of baby Jordans. All right. <laughs> Coming up, a man shares an example of how to respectfully get let down after a date. More people should be open versus ghosting, right? If you don't like the person, we'll talk about it next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and I love this topic. I love this topic. Because I think ghosting is some real corny, cornball, cowardly mess. And we have somebody, a tweet from a Twitter user who agrees. Can you please share? Yeah, I mean, it's honest rejection right here. It could be a good thing. This tweet right here from the guy Jeff Rothenberg. He went on a first date with a woman named Sarah and he sent up a follow up text and he he didn't hear for her after a while. But eventually she responded back to him saying, Jeff, sorry for the delay. My sister's in town. I haven't been on the phone much. I enjoyed meeting you, but I don't see this going anywhere romantically between us. I just want to be upfront and not waste either of our time. He appreciated it. Listen, adulting, you don't have to ghost. Like you can tell people kindly like this just isn't going to work. Now, let me tell you a hilarious story. So Uh I had a similar situation, DJ Nails, where I went on a date with somebody after the date you know, they hit me up. I was, I was cordial, but, the, but then like, I would say after the next week and they hit me again, like, Hey, it seems like you're not interested. I was like, you know what? After, after the day, like I've thought about it and I feel like this really isn't going to go anywhere. Uh, but I really, I had a good time and I wish you the best. Okay. And he was like, thank you for telling me instead of just ghosting. And mm-hmm. I said, no problem. Okay. So that was in 2019 last year. 
me, my mom, and my homegirl were at a mall, outside mall, like eating some ice cream. And this dude walks by with a stroller and uh, he walked by the first time and he like looked kind of familiar, but I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. And then he walked by a second time and then he walked by a third time and stopped in front of us and was like, hey, Amanda. And I was like, uh, yes, between licks of my <laughs> lavender vanilla ice cream. And he's like, yeah, remember, we, we went on a date a few years ago. Y'all. First of all, he had like swole up <laughs> and he had a baby. <laughs> so it was Uh-oh. like it was like somebody that may have like rem- re- he may have resembled the person, but he didn't look like the dude I went on the date with. So that's why I didn't even recognize him. But then when he, when he said that, it jogged my memory. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) and he was like, yeah, you know, how are you doing? I was like, I'm fine. You look like you've been very busy within the next like 20 minutes. He let us know that he had like had a heart attack. He flatlined. He came back to life. Then he had his, his, this is not his baby. This is his brother's baby, but the brother and the baby mama, They don't get along and the mom is not able to care for the baby because she has an addiction issue. So now he feels like the flat line and him coming back to life was really God telling him that he has to be here for a purpose. And the purpose is to raise the baby. Oh, Lord, you dodged a bullet. (laughs) I mean, listen, I don't know if it's that I dodged a bullet, but it's just like he felt comfortable (laughs) telling us this. Because I had let him down in a nice, respectful fashion. And it looked like he needed to get this off his chest to some objective parties. And we're all sitting there with the ice cream like, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But nonetheless, the point of the story was that you never know when you're going to see people again. Okay. And even though it wasn't like, oh, you never know who you're going to see again because he might be the person that gives you a job. It's just like, in general, who wants to see someone that you are mean to? Like, that's not comfortable. Right. So I was actually like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And uh, again, he was like, you know, really appreciate. He like actually thanked me again for like not being a jerk. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people have rejection stories that they could share with us, too. Mm, I would love to hear y'all's rejection stories, but like done so in the right way. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. we all got a million getting stand up stories. We all got a million like, oh, this is how I found out so-and-so was cheating. But let's bring some positive. If you have a rejection story where someone actually rejected you or you rejected somebody like in a good fashion and eat in a nice fashion, I would love to hear the method of how you did it. Okay. Because now someone can use that <laughs> and not feel like they got a ghost. Poof. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8, and share it with us, y'all. 1-855-262-6328. This is The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We were actually, me and Nails, we were just talking about how uh, this guy shared a tweet about how somebody actually let him down easy in a respectful fashion instead of ghosting him when they felt like there wasn't going to be a romantic future. And uh, we want to get your calls on it because when you call us, Nail said that he will then share his story of when he had to politely reject a co-worker. Co-worker, yep. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> want to hear from you guys. Want to hear from you guys because I want to hear that story. Okay. one 262 6328 Nails, we have a caller. Yeah, we actually have a caller right now on the phone lines at 855-AMANDA-8. Um, responding to the story that we did yesterday about black women's hair being 2.5 times li- more likely to be seen as unprofessional right now. Amanda, first of all, I love you. Second of all, I was just calling to say that I do agree with the um, discrimination about women in the um, workplace in regards to their hair. I even had one of my best friends tell me that I could not wear my hair in two-strand twists 
to a job interview because they mm-hmm. were not going to hire me. I specifically went and braided my hair, got a whole damn wig because she took my confidence from me, having <gasps> me thinking that this was really going to happen to me. However, though, I will rock an afro, kinky twist, straight backs to work, <laughs> but now I just truly do not care. But thanks for bringing up this topic. It's been bothering me for over 12 years now. Damn! And I love the fact that you have a show. I hope you do well. And again, I love you. You're the best. All right, bye. Thank you, sis. Damn, you see, it be your friends. It be your people. <laughs> it be your own people. <laughs> it be your own people. That sucks. And you know what? Her friend said that to her because maybe that was her experience. You know yep. what I'm saying? And so we got to stop doing that, by the way, y'all. We got to stop like taking our fear and our negative experiences and then putting it on other people and being like, that's going to be your negative experience. It's like you can still make people like consciously aware without like taking their confidence, I guess. But I love that she said that she has turned the corner and now she's like, I'm wearing it all, baby. I'm wearing it all. Because that's what I did on The Real. Like when I was on The Real, it was like you had to slick your hair down every day with all this goop. You know, you need to have this extension in or this big braid in. And then I hit a certain point where I was like, you know what? I'm, I ain't doing none of that. We were in an afro every day. That's what we're about to do. You was going to be real mm-hmm. on The Real. <laughs> there it is. Yes. And it was a great decision. A great decision. Always the phone lines are open 24-7, y'all. 24-7. So we would love to hear more of your hair stories, your hair tales, so to speak. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. What do we got coming up next, Nails? Coming up next, how many times do you wear your clothes before you wash them? That is a big debate on social media. That story's next. Really? The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We If you're just joining us, welcome to the show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Make sure to also follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals and follow my uh, YouTube channel, Amanda Seals TV. That is where you can get all video content related to your girl, Amanda Seals. And of course, you can follow us, the show, the Amanda Seals Show at Seals Set It on the socials. What do we got coming up next, Nails? Well, we're going to get into some blackurate news. Jennifer McLeelan, let me give her a ring-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling because she just won a special election and became Virginia's first black congresswoman. That's going to be really dope. Now, this is still in the projection phase, but we really hope that this comes through because that is a big deal. As you know, Virginia is racist as hell. So let's uh, let's hope that we can see this turn the corner. What else we got going on? Uh, we calling cap on this one right here, but we'll let you be the judge. OK, how many times do you wear clothes before washing them? A lot of people are debating about this, not washing their clothes. Some do every night. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We shall see. I have very specifics about this, and we will get into that. We also got to talk about LL Cool J, who is facing a paternity claim. Apparently, there's a hidden biological son, and he got something to say, and we're going to share it with you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We also got our bigger, bigger down. So you know what to do. Stick around to find out who's getting the props and who is getting the blows. This is the Amanda Seal Show. 
Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, rocking out with DJ Nails. In the building. We got some black red news for the people? Yeah, let's get into it. some good news. Yeah, it is really good news. And it's during Black History Month, too. Let me give a ring a link for that one. Shout out to VA making history during Black History Month. Uh, Senator Jennifer McKillen, she just won a special election for Virginia's 4th Congressional District. And this makes her the first black woman to represent the Commonwealth in Congress. She actually beat Leon Benjamin, a pastor and a veteran, and will succeed the late Democratic Representative Donald McEachin, who passed away in November. Let me give her a big ring-a-ling, because this happened during Black History Month. Big things. No, I think this is um, this is great to hear, and it's just wild to hear also, because we are in the year 2023. <laughs> Every time we have a first Black woman story, I'm just like, wow, really, huh? Really? And I think what it is, though, is that we have to remember that it just hasn't been as progressive in this nation as people like to pretend it is, right? Like mm-hmm. they just act like slavery ended and we were just given all the rights and that hasn't been the case. So that's why we're still seeing first black moments in this nation. So shout out to Jennifer McClellan. Uh, she is being projected as the first black woman congressman of Virginia. And so hopefully she'll get in there and do the damn thing. And maybe, just maybe, this could be the beginning of a change, of a shift in Virginia, which has notoriously been a very super red state um, and, you know, has a history of, I mean, let's just, there's a city called Lynchburg. I'll just. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) It's a burg of lynching. So there's that. Um, It's also the home of like Liberty University, which is its own weird, super conservative religious place where people come out of that become sideways. So there's that. Mm. Now, uh, something that is sideways that someone is trying to get straight is the paternity of LL Cool J's son. Please tell me about this. Somebody got to get Mari on the phone right here because LL Cool J, uh, well, this is a video that blew up of this guy who just claiming that he's LL Cool J's son. Listen to this. It takes a lot of courage for me to be able to talk about this now at the age that I am. They made me sign paperwork, you know, they didn't want it to go public. They wanted to silence me. Ever since my mother really told me the truth, I feel like it should be public. You know, I need to just get this off my chest. I want to give thanks to you too, man. James Ty Smith, that's what I know him as. Father, great man. But many of you probably know him as LL Cool J. Blocked me from all social medias. I never knew why I wanted to make music, why I wanted to be an actor. Turns out my father is LL Cool J. I'm blessed. I really didn't want to take it here and have the blogs blow it up. Since he blocked my number, I haven't heard much from him. I feel like this is how I'll be able to reach out to him. That's my truth. Let me know, Dad. Stay smooth. I think he capping, yo. I think he capping. Let me know, Dad. Like, I think he's capping. He looks like him. You know, I think I think that people were like, hey, man, you look like L Cool J. And he's a rapper. So it's like, let me do this little hoax and get my name on people's radar and next thing you know, he going to drop a record. <laughs> and, and I, I think he probably just made this and didn't expect it to blow up like that. Just being funny to his friends or whatnot. Nah, I think he absolutely expected this to blow up. I think this is all a plan. I think this is all a plan. Like, you know, people using the internet to try and get their visibility up. It's just like the sis who like took the nude photos at FAMU and then you find out that she's a rapper. It's like people are absolutely like, okay, I know what this internet likes and I'm going to give them what they like. And then I'm going to use that to get some more not like people be talking about me. But, you know, all good press is not good press. If you want to be a rapper... Um, I don't know that this is the route to go, but we're going to see. 
And <laughs> apparently sources close to LL Cool J have said that this claim is false and there is zero truth to it. So who knows? Your move, Maury. <laughs> well, coming up next, are y'all nasty or nah? Okay. I want to know, how many times do you wear your clothes before you wash them? There's rules. And I'm going to tell you mine when we come back right here to The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. DJ Nails. Yes. Okay, so people on the internet are talking. They're mm-hmm. talking about what is the real, like, non-nasty amount of times you can wear clothes before washing them. This has actually been talked about on the Today Show, Okay. And we have audio to set it up first. And then I want to hear from you what your methods okay. are. All right. How often do you wear your clothes before washing them? What do you mean how often? So like, do you wear jeans multiple times? And I say yes. Jeans are different. I wear jeans wear a couple jeans of times. Jeans you can wear a few times. How about pajamas? Uh, I shower at night. So I'll wear my pajamas for like three nights before I switch into three the nights. I shower at night. Place? I'm wearing clean. But after you take a shower, you're still rolling around in those jammies. You get all your dead skin cells. You know that's nasty. Uh, (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. First, let's start with you, Nails. Let's answer the same questions they answered. Do you wear jeans more than once before you wash them? Oh, I have a a few pair of jeans that I've never washed. Maybe TMI. Maybe TMI. (laughs) What about pajamas? Now, I I switch pajamas every night. Every night? Yeah, it's not really pajamas, though. I sleep in, like, basketball shorts, muscle tees. Sometimes I just will just sleep in just shorts. Like, I switch those every night. Okay, okay, okay. Now, what about, like, T-shirts, like, regular clothes? T-shirts, I wear maybe two or three times before washing them. Yeah, like, this one right here. This one's brand new that I'm wearing right here. Just got it from the mall a couple days ago. I'm going to wear this maybe two or three times. If it don't stink. I was about to say, what type of deodorant are you wearing that you don't need to wash a shirt after wearing it a whole day? Uh, Degree, I think it is, but it's the cologne that I spray on. I got that come get me. You're hilarious. (laughs) He over here, we're talking about Axe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know. mm, How many times? Okay, so uh, jeans, I'm with you. Like, I'm not going to wear, I definitely don't have any jeans that I've never washed, but I have jeans that I will wear like three times before I wear them. I don't wear jeans a lot anyway, so there's that. But Mm. pajamas, um, I shower in the morning. So like if at the end of the day I'm wearing the pajamas, I'm going to bed and then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to shower. So whatever mm. you're talking about with the dead skin cells, et cetera, et cetera, like that's gone. I am starting mm. the day, but I'm definitely wearing pajamas more than once. Um, also because I just feel like they're like not even being worn outside. Like it's just like a conservation thing as well. Now, as far as clothes, you know what I've noticed is that, especially since the pandemic, I don't even be wearing clothes a long time. Like I may wear something just to like run an errand and come back. And then when I get in the house, a lot of times I go into my comfy clothes when yep. I get into the house. <laughs> I have comfy clothes. You wear your clothes. pajamas in the daytime too? Not even pajamas, but the comfy clothes. Like I have inside clothes that I wear. So <laughs> it's like those are T-shirts and like sweats and um, or shorts, you know. But like if I wore a nice outfit outside, I'm not just keeping it on when I walk in the house. So mm-hmm. I guess I have to be real, too. Like if I didn't sweat in it and I didn't wear it like 
all around the world and there isn't like a lot of people on it either. Mm-hmm. I go back in the closet. Damn, I'm nasty. <laughs> Damn. Shout out to the nasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. We learned something today. We learned something. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <you're nasty>. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear from you guys. one 855 262 That's 1-855-AMANDA-8. Are y'all like me and nails or are y'all just using up all this water on washing your clothes every damn day <laughs> give us a call now when we come back we got the big up let down for you so don't go anywhere because we're gonna talk about this work week and i know y'all want to hear this keep it locked to the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up it's time for the big up let down on the amanda seal show Happy Thursday, family, and welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Somebody about to get some love, and somebody is about to get a big, loud boo for doing something whack with the letdown. Who we got today, Amanda? Today's goes to the fact that the four-day work week has been successful in the UK, which means, y'all, it might only be a matter of time before it makes its way across the water to the U.S. So results released yesterday showed that a four-day workweek trial that went on over in England had 56 out of 61 participating companies Decide to continue the policy. This is a big deal, y'all. The study conducted from June to December included 2,900 employees from a range of industries with the average work week around like 32 hours and compensation kept the same. The results showed 71% of employees reported less burnout, 39% reported less stress, and 60% reported better work-life balance. Fewer workers quit or took sick days compared to the same period in the previous years. And among the 23 companies that shared their sales numbers, the average revenue, which is all these companies even care about, went up 1.4% during the trial. So if there was any argument like, yeah, but if we do a four-day work week, then we're going to lose money or we're going to lose you know, efficiency or we're going to lose profit, baby, it's been debunked. It's <laughs> been debunked. So they're saying that they feel really encouraged by the results. And uh, the research associate at the University of Cambridge said, we think there's a lot here that ought to motivate other companies and industries to give it a try. Well, we love it. Listen, this is a company, this is a country that is obsessed with this idea that you need to hate your job in order to like be pursuing the American dream. It's very, very problematic. Also, because all these rich folks up here, they don't even have a four day work week. They're not working. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're living off of family legacy money and the work that we're all doing. So get the four day work week coming over to the U.S. It is a big up that it worked and it's going to possibly spread around the world. Big up, big up. Now it's time for the letdown. Okay, do y'all remember that show like What's Eating Be- or like Ben Stein's Money? It was on uh, Comedy Central and then I don't know if you ever saw the movie Frederick Bu- Frederick Bueller. Wow, that's a real Black History Month Freudian slip. I just changed Ferris Bueller's day off to Frederick Bueller. Okay. Right <laughs> <Light> it. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's day off. I don't know, but you guys know the famous scene where you hear Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. That is actor Ben Stein. Now, Ben Stein, who nobody is thinking about right now, except for maybe his family, posted on Instagram that he misses the good old days. 
and mm. then has a picture of the Aunt Jemima syrup bottle and then put when a large African-American woman was on the syrup bottle. I preferred it when it was a black person showing their incredible skill at making pancakes. Now, this is a letdown because y'all shutting the F up is free. It is. It is so. It is. It is so affordable to not say anything when nothing is being asked of you. He could have just kept this to himself. He could have, as I always try to tell people, just put this in his group chat with his other racist friends. But instead, he felt the need to share it with a whole world of people on Al Gore's internet. And I am here to say it is a letdown. Because, you know, this is not funny. And this is really just somebody who is tone deaf and thinks that being shocking or saying something kind of racist is funny. So basically it sounds like every comedian that's a white boy at an open mic. Oh my God, it's just ruthless. But I'm here to say that, you know what? I prefer it when people don't limit black folks to these positions of servitude. And I know he thought it was funny to make a joke about Aunt Jemima, but it wasn't. So that's basically just the basis of my letdown. It was actually really corny. Next time, keep it to yourself. What we're not going to do is keep this show to ourselves, though. We have more of it when we come back right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Here we go, man. Listening to the radio and you listening to our podcast edition of The Amanda Seal Show. You can get full episodes of the show wherever you get your podcast. Just type in The Amanda Seal Show. And Amanda's other podcast, Small Doses, is wherever you get your podcast, too. Mm -hmm. And if you hear a topic in the podcast, you can always call us up and chime in at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines right now. You're on the Amanda Seal Show. Hello. Good morning, Amanda and the fabulous crew. This is Mama Robin with Joyful Living. I just wanted to call in this morning and give you a Joyful Living pearl. Create what you want your life to look like and live it every day. Amanda, keep inspiring, keep informing, and most importantly, keep spreading that joy. I love you all and have a wonderful, blessed week. That was such a, sh- like a shining light of a voicemail. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. exactly what she sounded like. She sounded like she was on the back of a unicorn when she called. Thank you so much. <laughs> we really appreciate the love, man. We appreciate the love. That's what we're doing right here at the Amanda Seals Show. We're giving the love and getting it back. Remember, you can be just like that wonderful person who gave us a call and give us a ring at one 855 8 Now, coming up next... We got a mama who pulled her kids from daycare after a very controversial, quote unquote, Black History Month activity. Mm-hmm. You know, when we say that, it means something. So we're going to tell you all what we mean when we get back. That story is coming up on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Everybody is up, up, up like we are. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, joined by... I am the kid Nails right here on this Friday Eve, a.k.a. Thursday, Thursday. All right, now, what do we got going on in this Black Renews? 
Well, the EPA just made some orders to Norfolk Southern. That's not a university. That's actually the company that is responsible for this big toxic spill that happened in East Palestine, Ohio. We're going to give you an update on that. Yes. And I am very happy to hear that the EPA is actually stepping in because for a moment there, it looked like they didn't even have enough staff to step in. So Mm. we're going to talk about that. What else we got going on? Well, a mom, she pulled a kid out of daycare after a controversial Black History Month activity. You will be surprised at where this school was and what type of school it was. I'm not even understanding why they're calling it controversial. It's actually just plain trash, the activity. So we're going to get into that as well. Also, y'all, do you remember Rachel Dolezal, the white lady who was in the NAACP that was like running the NAACP in Seattle, I want to say it is. And then we found out that she was, well, basically, she was a white lady that was pretending to be a black lady. Okay. Well, there's a Muslim Rachel Dolezal, y'all. There's a Muslim Rachel Dolezal, and she has been outed, and we gonna talk about it, okay? Stay connected with us 24-7 on all social media at Seal Said It, and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Nails. Yo. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Tell me what they're telling these people in Ohio. Putting their foot down. They're holding Norfolk Southern accountable and responsible for that big mess after that train derailment over in East Palestine, Ohio, that was carrying toxic chemicals. Well, they initially offered $25,000. Remember that? To help clean up for that whole city that only has 5,000 people in it. But the Mm -hmm. EPA administrator, Michael Reagan, who's actually a brother, by the way, he told them, let me be clear, Norfolk Southern will pay for cleaning up the mess they created and for the uh, the trauma that they've inflicted on this community. So shout out to them for stepping in. Yeah, because they said if the company doesn't complete any of the actions ordered by the EPA, that the agency will immediately conduct the work and then seek to compel Northern, uh, sorry, Norfolk Southern to pay triple the cost. Now, those words seek to compel. Those are weird words to me. OK, because seek to compel means that we're going to try to force them <laughs> like mm. that's essentially what that means. <laughs> but what it also means is that they can't make them. They can just try to. So we're hoping that Norfolk Southern will do the right thing. I mean, they have at this point not done the right thing at any point. So I'm not sure why we can trust it. But let's always keep hope alive, even if it's just a glimmer of hope, because the people of East Palestine deserve to be done right. Absolutely. And in the quickest way possible. Also remember that some of this has gone into the Ohio basin. So it's not yep. just the people of East Palestine at this point. It's everybody. What's up? What else is going on with that situation? Nails? It looked like you wanted to say something. Well, I was saying that remind you, uh, Norfolk Southern, they're worth $55 billion. Right. They got the money. All right. What else we got going on? Let's take it down to the crib. Let's go down to Dade County. A Miami mama. She's heated. She ended up having to pull her kid out of a daycare after another parent showed her pictures on the daycare's app of two-year-old children in blackface for what that daycare called a Black History Month tribute. I don't understand how the daycare is still standing. How it didn't get burned down. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out, too, because it's, it's actually studio kids at Little River, which is actually like a few miles north of Little Haiti. I just don't understand. Like, the mother of her one-year-old daughter got to the daycare and then this other parent shows her the children in blackface on the daycare's app. So that's the other part. It's not even like this happened like in like private and them trying to just use the kids and do something terrible. They was like, we gonna even put it out there. It's on the app. 
of course the daycares apologized and said they didn't mean to offend anyone. And I'm just like, how did you not mean to offend? Like what? There's no version at this point in time of white people not knowing that blackface is not okay. Okay. Like, <laughs> no, I, I was just wondering, I'm like, yo, how do people not know it's not know. right? They know. And apparently there was like several parents who had an issue with this and it took all of them to finally get the daycare to apologize. Y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. Now, speaking of blackface, there was a woman named Rachel Dolezal, who's a white lady that was putting on a whole bunch of bronzer and tanner. And she was wearing like the, the box braids, et cetera, and was walking around here living in blackface and making people think that she was of black origin. And her white family came out and was like, uh, no, she is. She is white as a lily. Well, guess what? There's now a Muslim Rachel Dolezal and her white family outed her. Y'all, the white families is like, no, 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 no. That you not them, and we gonna talk about it next up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Y'all can hear me smiling because these stories to me are just so like funny but terrible, but also crazy. So, Nails, do you remember Rachel Dolezal? Do you remember? I that do story? remember her. I do remember that. I remember that whole saga. And apparently, this is a new version of her. So listen, first of all, just by the way, I remember literally being on the train in New York, like, and I was coming from like the bottom of the city to Harlem. So I had a lot of time on the train. And from that bottom of the city to the top of the island, like I had learned all about Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> and that was one of the funniest days on Twitter ever. Okay. Yeah. Like, the way people were coming with that one was a classic, almost as funny as January 6th on Twitter, because that was another great day for black Twitter. <laughs> well, y'all, there is a new Rachel Dolezal and she's doing the Muslim twist. OK, she is a woman whose name is Raquel. Well, this is the name she's going by Raquel Saraswati. OK, and she has been accused of lying about her alleged Latin, South Asian, Arab descent because her biological mother came out and said she is, in fact, British, German and Italian. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> because she works for the American Friends Service Committee. And the American Friends Service Committee is basically like a Quaker organization that is supposedly about equality and whatnot. But people in the committee who work with her are trying to defend her. But it's like, what are we defending? She is not what she's saying she is. Y'all, she got nose rings in. She's wearing the bronzer. She's now eyelining her eyes all the way around like she's a Bedouin woman. She's giving she's even wearing hijab. Okay, she is even wearing hijab and people are really saying that this is a huge problem because she's walking around here again. Somebody who is white taking up these spaces to speak on issues that people in these actual experiences should be speaking on. And this all happened apparently because she became intrigued by her Turkish roommates while she was in boarding school. Wow. But they have all the pictures nails. They got the pictures of her just looking like a little white baby, just a little white little girl with her little glasses. And her little bowl cut. And uh, she was outed by a group of individuals who care deeply about the American Friends Service Committee and that want that to actually be taken, uh, that want this situation to be actually taken care of. So, again, I thought there wasn't another Rocha Dolezal, but there is. And she's Muslim. <laughs> and it's a problem. I don't know why people do this. I think I get it. I think I get why people do this because they be just so like bored and bland in their regular life and realize, yo, black people dope. You know, people of this other like they dope. Like I need some seasoning in my life. You know, that's why they doing it. 
I mean, but I just feel like there's also been so many folks that have been like their white selves, but come into these spaces and are authentically who they are, but then are also received by these spaces in a real way. Like, I mean, Eminem is as white as a lily, but he's, he can, he's got a whole black folks all around him and nobody is like, oh, he's a faker. He's a phony. Like he's himself, but he really identified with this part of culture. Yep. Same thing with Dirk Nowinski, by the way. Dirk Nowinski, he used to pop up to his basketball games with a plate wrapped in, in aluminum foil. You know his wife is black. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought this story was worth sharing with y'all because it is madness. And I feel like this is the type of thing that is going on more and more as we see this George uh, Santos situation. And then there's yep. this other guy, Ogles, who's also lying. Like, I mean, we're just seeing that lying and just being out here not being... It's one thing to not be yourself. It's a whole other thing to be like straight up the talented Mr. Ripley. These are con people. Okay. (laughs) These are con artists. That's who they are. So let's not call it anything else. Cause you know, they're going to come with it's mental illness. You're a con artist. You're a grifter. Cut it out. All right. Now, when we come back, I want to talk about the show Southside. It's one of my favorite shows uh, produced by Diallo Riddle. I've created and produced by the Riddle brothers. I'm Diallo Riddle and uh, Saladin. Uh, Oh, my God. I don't know why I can't talk today, but you know what I can say? We're going to talk about the show Southside when we get back. So don't go anywhere. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, Nails, you know these shows are getting canceled like in a big way. There's a lot of shows getting canceled like back to back to back to back. We've actually been talking about it and Southside, which is one of my favorite shows. It's a comedy that takes place in the Southside of Chicago created by Diallo Riddle, Sultan Salahuddin and his brother Bashir Salahuddin. And it used to be on Comedy Central and then it got picked up by HBO Max. And I was so excited, Nails, when it got picked up by HBO Max because it meant that it could keep going. They just did season three. Uh, These are the same people that also produce um, Sherman Showcase. If anyone's ever seen Sherman Showcase, you know, drop it low for Jesus, which is actually their (laughs) sister singing. Um, But now HBO has canceled Southside. And this goes along with what we were talking about when we said that HBO is now letting all of these shows that were made in the wake of the George Floyd guilt money happen, like all the diversity shows, they are getting rid of it. And I'm worried that they're going to do the same thing with this show that they did with Legendary. You mentioned something earlier as well about how when they've been canceling these shows, like a lot of them have been yanking them off of their streaming platforms too. Yo, I did not know this, but this is a thing. Like they're canceling a show and then also not letting you watch a show at all, which is so weird to me, I guess, because I thought that would still like be a money generator for them. So I'm sure I'm like, I'm not sure why they would remove that. I'm hoping they do, don't do that with Southside because I do feel like Southside's a bit of a cult classic. And I think a lot of y'all may not even know about the show. So before they go and jack it off the, uh, ooh, let me not say that before they go and rip it off. The website, HBO Max, go and take a watch of Southside and shout out to these brothers for creating this show. Y'all, it is so hard to get a show on television. So even when a show gets canceled, it's still been an accomplishment that it got made and that we got to see it. And this is a show that is full of just hilarious black comedy. So make sure you go and show it some love and shout out to them. And I can't wait to see what the next show is that they create and bring to the airwaves. Coming up next, we love your calls. And so we're going to take them right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
And it's Friday Eve. This is the Amanda Seals Show. We love getting your calls, man. We always check these phone lines at 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-A. You can chime in on anything that you hear on the show, all right? We got somebody on the phones from Houston. Shout out to H-Town. Always checking in. Calling about this story right here. How many times do you wear your clothes before washing? Hey, Amanda and Nails. This is Karen calling from Houston. Just heard the conversation about how often we wash our clothes. Well, I think washing clothes is like a never-ending thing. I will say I don't think I've ever seen my laundry baskets empty. And if they are empty, it's only because there's a bottomless pit of clean clothes somewhere (laughs) in the house that still needs to be folded. So I don't know. Laundry is just one of those everlasting things. I also heard uh, the comment about people sleeping uh, in their pajamas for multiple days in a row. And I'll just say... If you don't wear pajamas, you don't have to worry about that. Love you guys. Keep killing it. (laughs) Hello. Hello. You're me. And that that pile, and that bottomless pit of clean clothes, that's actually on the left-hand side of my bed. So I just push them to the side, just dive in that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Know about it. it. And I thought that, like, once I had, like, more space or I had a bigger closet, like, I wouldn't have this issue. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. It's just become a bigger issue. Well, shout out to our callers. We love y'all. Make sure to hit us up. 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-AMANDA-8. Coming up next, we got more of the Amanda Seal Show. Don't move. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We are here for you as we always are, Monday through Friday, but our phone lines are always open 24 7 at 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. You can also hit us up on social media at Seals Set It. You can follow me at Amanda Seals on Instagram. You can watch me on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. I'm really working on, you know, bringing my video content to YouTube as a space where you all can get, you know, just the Amanda Seals vision of things. You know, when you're dealing with TV, you got to wait like two years to get stuff made. But with YouTube, I could do it in like two weeks. So mm. therefore, I was like, let me just capitalize on this so that you all can get more goodness. All right. Nails, how are you doing? What you got going on? Uh, I'm getting ready to go into this Black Eared News for us. Launch off launch off is that a thing okay launch into it (laughs) take off (laughs) blast off here we go (laughs) we're going to talk about this proposed bill that's aimed to make free lunch permanent for maryland students this is a positive story from politicians finally right finally finally no i love this and i think it's really addressing a problem that a lot of people don't want to make a deal out of but that really is an issue poverty in america also shout out to the 614 columbus i see you scissor she just kicked off her tour in Columbus earlier this week, matter of fact. And uh, we're going to celebrate something, a big accomplishment that she made in Black History Month. All right. We also got the Big Up Let Down. Big Up, Big Up. Let Down. So make sure you stick around to find out who is going to get the Big Up and the Let Down. Make sure you stay connected with us again on social media at Seal Said It and give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals. Shout out to all of our folks over here on the eastern seaboard down in the DMV. Nails. You. Apparently, something popping, something, something positive is popping over there. Yeah, thank God something positive that we can talk about. The Maryland lawmakers, they linked up with the American Heart Association to support a bill that would make school lunch for public schools free permanently. 
And this was started during the pandemic, but they ran out of funding and the demand didn't disappear. So they're trying to make this a permanent thing in all public schools over there in that state. And this is dope. And this is also like supported by over 30 lawmakers. So the fact that it could actually pass is really positive and really promising. I don't think a lot of people really understand nails that like poverty and and not being able to have enough food to eat is a real issue in this country. And I think people really don't grasp that. But that free lunch program, remember, the Panthers started the free lunch program. The Panthers started WIC, Women, Infants, and Children. Like, they started that because there was such a necessity for children to be able to eat a balanced meal in order for them to also show up and get the best out of their education. So, you know, Maryland, home of Baltimore, this is going to be really helpful for these underprivileged and underserved communities. And I really think this could be great if it passes. So fingers crossed that somebody is going to do the right thing somewhere in America because that is hard to come by these days. Am I being cynical? A bit. Coming up next, SZA breaks a seven-year record after SOS tops charts for the ninth week. We'll talk about it right here when we get back to The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's Amanda Seals right here. And we got a a nice Black History Month accomplishment to tell y'all about. Nails, put them on. Yes. uh, Let's talk about SZA, who just kicked off her tour on Wednesday night. This lady is, uh, she's achieving some things because she takes time and puts quality into her music. When a lot of people have been saying R&B is dead, SZA just celebrated her album, S.O.S., being number one on the charts for the ninth non-consecutive week. And this is actually the first time in seven years that a woman has did that. Last two women that did that, listen to this. Adele and Taylor Swift. Shout out to SZA. Making big black history. Deal. Yeah, man, that's big deal. And she is also performing her first sold-out arena tour. And she recently linked up with Lizzo for a guest feature on the special remix. So she is definitely on her way to moving to a whole other level with her career. And this is quite the accomplishment. So congrats to her. Big up, big up, big up. Speaking of big ups, we have one. A big up and a let down when we get back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. We're checking out, man. We are checking out. Thank you to everybody who stopped through and checked us out today. Remember, if you missed anything or you want to go back and listen again, all you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast, type in the Amanda Seal Show, and boom, we are right there. Also, if you have something to say about anything we had to say, then you can just call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And remember, you can also get my podcast, Small Doses, wherever you get your podcast. And if you want to watch it, because maybe you're not a listener, then every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific, I premiere the podcast on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV, so you can make sure to join us. And I'll be in the chat talking to y'all about what's going on. And today's episode is uh, Side Effects of Kenya. So I'll be telling y'all all about my trip to Kenya from the visits to the animals to the people. Oh, my. What we got coming up on Friday, Nails? Well, on Friday's show, we got more Black Year News. Plus, we'll feature our Black History Month feature. Bet you didn't know. With young Black historians and also your favorite history teacher, Mr. Ernest Krim III and Andre Three Stacks. He says this. Hip-hop don't have no fresh energy. Nobody putting art in their albums anymore. It's all about that check. Ooh, we get to decipher that because I know a lot of y'all feeling this way too. That's coming up on tomorrow's show, Friday, right here on the Amanda Seal Show. All right, y'all. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe and we'll see y'all on Friday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.